family, they have discovered my, my cave, you know. For many years, I live there and I, I hide it. Not even disciple, no. You don't even know where I live. You thought I live in a big house there. No, I live in a cave, two by two, two meters by two meters. That's all I need. And uh, we build all that for myself and for the monks. We build it all in two months. Very nice inside. Inside we put wood now. Before it was not wood. But I tell them just put wood so that it will absorb the dampness. No, now it's very dry, very nice. Oh, I never want to leave that, that cave. But I sit in there and I said, I don't want to go out. And it feels so big, bigger than any room I ever lived. Any house, any palace I have ever been. Okay, never mind. And now, even you, you disciples don't even know it. I keep it from everybody, and now they discover it. Never mind, don't care. Maybe I don't ever go back there. I don't feel like I would go back there, so it doesn't matter. I just sacrifice it. <laughs> but many years, yeah, you don't even know I live there. Nobody knows it. Many residents uh, don't even see it, yeah? And Taiwan disciples don't know. Just some of them know if they have to go up do something. I said, some special people. Not everybody know where I live. It's just a cave, a small cave, two meter by two meter, like every other residence as well, no? nothing special. Each of them decorate their different, and I make my different, you know. Not too different, but, you know, just the entrance or whatever, the way you put the faucet, you know, <laughs> uh, whether you put the stone around it or you, you put sand around it, you know, just make it a little different. We have water in front of the cave, you know, with a tablet we cover it with stone so it looks natural. Yeah, flower or whatever they do it, yeah? Okay. So they discovered it nice. And everybody say, Master Ching, I live luxury, but she live in a cave only 3.3. And today I read it. They sent it to me. I said, no, only 2.3. <laughs> this is 50% more. <laughs> it's not true. But because in Taiwan, 3.3 is uh, one ping, you know, ping. So they think, they uh, reported like I live in a ping, uh, one square ping. Well, that's already considered very small. So they can't imagine this is even smaller than that. 50% less than that, two, two by two only. But that's what we decided, that's what I designed to build. Just two by two by everybody, because nobody is taller than two, two meters by us anyway. So two meters is good enough for us. And I say, well, just correct size, you know? You open the door and then you jump onto where you meditate. <laughs> if it's too big, then you start cleaning up, <laughs> decorating, and then you don't have time to meditate. That's enough. And if any of you die, we just block the... <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then everything is taken care of. <laughs> That's what we, we say when we're building these uh, a couple of hundred caves, you know? Yeah, many of you don't even know the caves on the back mountain. We live in cave. We are cave people. <laughs> we are capable. <laughs> capable, huh? So anyway, they discovered it and they say 3.3. And I read it uh, this morning. They gave it to me, the report from Taiwan. So we look at the television report and newspaper report and they do it 3.3. I say, no, it's not true. Exaggerated. 50% plus more. <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't matter. That was Taiwan, two meter by two meter square. Huh? The cave very thick. We built it all together, the residents and I. Not like uh, outside professional, yeah. So man, woman, same, big, small, the same. All carry, you know, 
beton and iron tie it together and put the cement all together, we do it. But we hire some machine to do it because I said we have to build it. It don't take too long, um, you know, the cement will hurt. <laughs> so we do it all together in two months. 200 cake, more or less. I don't count it, but more or less like that, including mine. Huh? And then one day, because they're unprofessional, they drive, drive, and then they, they throw the whole big bulldozer, yeah, they drive slow with a big iron wheel, you know, and to make the road flat. And they, they drop the hole like that on top of a cave. Oh. The car uh, turned upside down, the cave, nothing happened. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, that's how we built it. Nah? We just happened to build it. I said, if we build it, we build it to last. Yeah? There's no other way, you know, because it's a safety for them, you know, because that mountain sometimes is soft, you know. I see sometimes mountain and the erosion. So we have to build it strong in case the mountain fall down, the cave stand there, you know. So that's how it is. And two by two. Well, we can't afford to build more than that. The mountain is small. <laughs> if you build more than that, we don't have room anyway. Number one, number two, that's all we need. Because after you die, that's all there is. You just block the, the mouth. We make a small mouth, like a cave uh, entrance, and we just block the entrance with stone and cement. <laughs> and we don't know the cave exists no more, <laughs> and the grass will roll over it. And you finish, you're done. Huh? I said that's very economical, simple, and no, no, no problem. That's why we build it just enough, yeah, two by two. Now I have a place bigger. Just a hut, though. Two by three. <laughs> it's really fifty percent more, but it's not a cave. It's just a very old, old playpen for the kids, you know. Yeah, it's old and uh, and the water, you know, dripping a little bit now and then. But I won't die because of that. It's just nice, and I make it comfortable, you know. I just put a little uh, love seat inside, yeah, a little table and a small reading chair. And it's just wonderful, you know. I don't even want to leave the house. <laughs> we have a bigger house, but for dogs, you know, humans, <laughs> Yeah, it's like a zoo. <laughs> so I, I live in that small house, super far away, you know. And now I get bigger, huh? And if any problems, I will get a bigger one, I'm sure. You know, from two by two, now it's two by three. <laughs> Actually, to be exact, my attendant measured it. Two by 2.9. <laughs> okay, I'm just telling you that I'm so comfortable there. Yeah. It's very difficult to want to leave a comfortable place. So I was thinking, okay, that's it. Qinghai, this is probably your last chance to go out there, so you pack up and go. <laughs> because I don't think I will let you go out again later on. So I don't know how much longer I go out. I'm comfortable in my home, yeah? I have the dogs that love me like the queen of the universe. <laughs> and I have everything I need, at least uh, one dress every week. You <laughs> know, what do I need anything else? <laughs> When you're at home, in your good environment, you don't sweat, you don't have dirty, you don't smell nothing. You could go on for two, three weeks, no problem. You don't need washing all the time, dressing up or anything. 
In fact, when I go out, I just walk in a coffee shop, oh, I come out, oh, smell, oh, cigarette, whatever, I don't know. Terrible. And I have to walk out of the taxi to walk up and down for a few minutes just to get rid of the smell. I came in a coffee shop just to ask for the taxi, ask them to help get the taxi. But I don't know. And that area. And then it smelled terrible. And then all the while with the taxi, all this pollution gave me headache, truly. I walk out of the coffee shop, I have headache already. And then all the way the pollution also, terrible. And then but I said to myself, oh, you are very lucky. Hmm? At least you can afford a taxi. Now you sit here comfortable, so don't complain. <laughs> I suppose I have to walk here to see you. Can you imagine all the time? I could sit and meditate all day doing nothing and don't ever feel guilty at all. <laughs> I don't feel like I don't contribute nothing to the world. Oh, I feel good. <laughs> I feel sababia. <laughs> I can just sit there I just look out of the window all day doing nothing. <laughs> Maybe now and again write a few words. No, I'm, I'm very busy though, even even if I don't want to, I'm busy. We're busy at home, you know, working at home is fine. But to go out was very difficult. But the other day, I listened to uh, the interview with Dr. Janice from uh, Slovenia, and he said something. It uh, touched me. He said something like, the spiritual leader must join the world to work with the government. I feel, oh, he really hit the truth. But what government wants spiritual leaders, huh? For example, even if a spiritual leader, an enlightened person, wants to work with the government, I mean, the government has to want it. Do you understand me? Yeah, you can only offer service, but they take it or not, that's another thing. So I was thinking, oh my God, you are right, but, however, nevertheless, huh? But that's, salah, but that's salah, now you know my secret. <laughs> you know there are some people who, who could have come but don't come because they're too comfortable. I know that, and I don't blame them <laughs> because I know that feeling. You know? He asked you if you are doing a lot of humanitarian work. When you said, Yeah, yeah, you're doing all the time humanitarian work. Yeah, yeah. And he said, We, yeah, yeah. And he said, Oh yeah, yeah. That's very good because he's in the theater. He said. It's very important also to to help the theater, the culture, because he said when somebody is hungry and you give him to eat, yeah. they don't forget. Music, dancing, singing, poetry, because that's the essence of, of our being, you know? Mm. As much as we can get, you know? Because if most people cannot get the inner melody, then of course the outside melody, that's all they have, and everybody feel good, good about it, no? Yes. Mm. Okay, cheers everybody. Cheers. Good appetite. The vice chairman. He's so nice, my God. They're all so nice. I wish I'd take them all home. <laughs> Feel like we know each other a long time. Right, good friends or something. Good family, man. This is a horse. <laughs> oh, thanks to everybody, no? Yeah, everyone help a little bit. I dedicate to a good cause. I say it's not really my TV, it's my people's TV. And I watch it sometimes. I like
to watch it. <laughs> good news, you know? Good news, feel, feel good, no? Because uh, sometimes I have to watch other programs to search for I see any good news, but mostly not good news. So I'm glad to switch it back for a refuge, you know, <laughs> because it's so bad news. Give you a little bit heavy feeling. Mm. Yeah. So in case people who doesn't like to watch bad news or after bad news they want to refresh themselves and we we offer an oasis, you know, like in the desert. So refuge, yeah? For them to come back and bath themselves into positiveness and feel goodness, you know? Yeah. That's the idea. Especially now and uh, with twenty four hours. Yeah. Very master. Yeah. So anytime when we just pass by, see masters yeah. and the, this program so nice. Yeah. All the positive and the, yeah. Anytime they the one can can open and see it, you know. As some people say they leave it all day or night mm -hmm. for double blessing. <laughs> you know, double the blessing, three four time blessing, and leave it uh, background to meditate. Yeah. Yeah. I work a lot <laughs> to keep uh, quality, you know. They're doing well, but I have to keep checking them. In case, you know, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, I work a lot. I work so hard. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind. There's nothing better to work on. Huh? That's is uh, one of the best things we offer to the world, huh? Free of charge, huh? Because uh, many television, they take donation or they take money from from big company, you know. Just one company is enough to cover everything. Uh, we don't do anything like that. And we advertise them for uh, the restaurant and for the uh, non-queue shelter, but it's all free of charge. It's for the benefit of people. They don't take money in, you know. We just give out, but we don't take it in. Okay, nothing. Maybe I was thinking, you know, I was dreaming about like we have we have a group, yeah, mm -hmm. a special already uh, trained well, you know, young girl and a young old depends, <laughs> and we uh, go around the world, you know, uh, showing art, just dancing, singing, making theater, yeah, yeah. Uh, making uh, drama, but a uh, spiritual, yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, I think we can do that and offer it to the world, eh? Mm -hmm. You think people will buy a ticket and go? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah? In international? Yeah. Okay. Maybe you can do that. And after color expenses, everything, and we give it to that country, wherever we go, or to that district, the area that we go, to the, to the poor people of that area. Yeah. Master, you know there was a project, there are some artists that contact me in Amsterdam, actors. And they say now many actors they are interested to show their work, their place, in front of people in um, hospitals. And they get very positive effects, I mean like, their healing is getting better also. It may be very also helping to do this. That's very good, what they're doing. Better than not doing better than many people, but we want more than just physical healing. Okay, the people people get physical healing anyway. You know, don't have to just go to the hospital to heal people. Yeah, they're doing the best they can. Huh? I would just ask you, how is his kids? You know, 
because I know it's difficult to leave <laughs> to leave the kids. Wife may be easy, but <laughs> wife husband easy, huh? Hard, but sometimes easier than leaving kids at home. Anyway, I say okay, maybe the people who don't have kids don't understand it. Because maybe you don't really want kids at all. You don't want children. But once you have them, you're just helpless. You know, they make you love them to death. And you sacrifice, you work all day, and you can't sleep all night. doesn't matter. You're still happy and proud to provide, you know, for them. <laughs> uh, today I met a, a taxi driver, you know, and he just said, yeah, just now I talk about the dog, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, when you were there, you're helpless. If you're away, maybe it's okay, you know, you don't really feel that attached to anything, kids or dogs or anything, but once you're with them, that's it, you finish, you're done, you finish, you're gone, you forget everything else, because they just catch you, you know, they just touch you right here. They love you so much that you don't know what to do with yourself, you're helpless, yeah? Same with kids, you know, not that he really wanted kids, but he... Incidentally, <laughs> deliberately had them, and now he's helpless. So I know the situation. So I just ask him, "How is the kids doing?" He said, "They're fine, fine." <laughs> you know, and I know what it's like. You know, that's why many people they don't understand why they have kids and work so hard. But the parents, they they don't mind working for their kids day and night. You know, just to provide their kids comfort and just to see them happy and to see them smile and say, thank you, Dad, or thank you, Mom, that's all they want. <laughs> yeah, lovely. And they could work day and night, doesn't matter. You know, some people work two jobs 18 hours a day just to provide for their family, and they're happy to do it. And today uh, I met a taxi driver, you know, driving me all the way here, and he, he worked in a taxi business for a long time, many ten years. He almost retired now, yeah? So he has to work until retirement, but he's happy. And he has two kids, you know, two sons. And, but he says, they are very big now. So I say, oh, so you're free of problem now? He says, never free. <laughs> I say, how old are they? I said, one is uh, 32 and another 26. I say, what? There are no kids anymore. I say, oh, no, they still are kids. <laughs> and they still make a problem for me. I say, what problem do they make now? They're with their wife, their children. I said, because after your children grown up, you have grandchildren. That's why you have problem never. And he said, no, the problem is they don't have grandchildren. It's <laughs> <laughs> a different problem. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, the, the kids go out, get married, and come back with grandchildren, you divorce and all that, you know, trouble. But this man said, the problem is don't have grandchildren. I said, why? Because they don't want to marry. They just stay alone. I said, oh, well... I guess it's not too bad a choice or even worse choice than that. Say yes, because they worry nowadays, they don't see people happily married for a long time for the whole life anymore. Mostly just married and tomorrow divorce or next year divorce, you know, and have children and trouble. One day sleep with mother, another day sleep with father, you know, it's bad for the kids. I say, yeah, perhaps that's why they're afraid, you know. Yeah, they're not married, but he say he still want him to marry, you know, settle down because he has a happy marriage. He is the only breadwinner in the house. He drives taxi only, and he drives two big children. Yeah, go to college and all. And the mother stay home. 
They still stay home now. Even the kids already grow up. They still stay home, just do shopping, cooking. <laughs> ah, what a nice family! <laughs> it sounds. I say your family sounds like in a book, <laughs> you know, in children book. I don't know if such family even exists anymore. He said, "Yeah, not too many, but they still exist." So anyway, he earned money alone. Can you believe this? Huh? And he let his wife stay home until now, and they managed. Mm-hmm. And raise two big kids. Just they don't want to marry. <laughs> I said, well, maybe you can't blame them nowadays if you think the situation of marriage is not that good. Maybe they're afraid, you know, because have children, and then maybe heartbreaking for not just only the parents but the family, and mostly men. They're very sensitive, you know. Maybe in some cases more sensitive than women. When they divorce, I saw some men are really heartbroken. Take them long, long time to recover. Some women recover quicker. Are we smart or are we insensitive? Or we just cut them off and then we go or what? Men are very sensitive. I feel it. If relationship broken, men are more, I think, more hurt than women somehow. I just feel that way. I feel men are more sensitive. Or perhaps a woman are sharing. You know, come out, get a girlfriend, and talk, go shopping, make up, buy a high heel and dress, and then go out and something. You know. More, more easy to to distract themselves from the from the sadness. But men, they just you know hold it inside their heart and keep quiet about it because it's not very macho to talk about your emotion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a very smart idea. <laughs> I don't know who taught them this, <laughs> but this is really killing your son. <laughs> yeah. You talk like that. Men, woman, well, what the heck? If you're sad, you're sad. If you're happy, you're happy. What's wrong with that, huh? But it's not a macho thing to talk about your sadness, you know? Uh, the most is that they go to the pub and then drown themselves in beer or alcohol. That's even worse, huh? Some of the tragic tolls of alcohol. 2.5 million alcohol-related deaths per year worldwide. One in six deaths on the road in the UK are caused by drunk driving. In Australia alone, 70% of adults are negatively impacted by another's drinking, with 43% affected by physical or verbal abuse. Over 100 British children each week call a hotline to express concern about their parents' alcohol and drug use. Cost of alcohol-related illnesses, 186.4 billion US dollars in the United States. 2.41 million pounds for prescription medications each year in England, UK, with overall health costs in the billions. 210 to 665 billion US dollars globally. Disease. Higher amounts of alcohol increase the cancer risk. Even half a glass of wine daily increases the risk of mouth or throat cancer by 168%. Cancer of the liver, breast, colon, esophagus, rectum linked to 20% of breast cancer cases. Liver disease, cardiovascular disease, metal toxicity, sleep pattern disturbance, including frequent awakening and reduced rest, brain damage, amnesia and dementia, brain shrinkage, organ failure, heart, liver, kidneys, stomach, pancreas, eyes. Birth defects, children afflicted by anxiety and depression, mental retardation, fetal alcohol syndrome, stunted growth, facial deformity, sudden infant death syndrome. 
miscarriage, alcohol-related violence, child abuse, 50% of cases, violence toward loved ones, 30% of cases, violent acts, 40 to 80% of cases, suicides, 20 to 50% of cases, plus more. For more urgent information, please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash killers. So, women either more sensitive or smarter. Yeah, they try to get away with it quick, you know. They go get a girlfriend and talk about it, gossip about the bad husband all day until they're fed up, <laughs> until all the bad things go gone, and then they get on with life. But men, they don't do it. Most of men, they don't talk bad about their ex-wife or ex-girlfriend ever. I hardly heard any men talk bad about their ex. But I heard a lot of women talk bad about their ex. <laughs> Maybe it's a, the best way to get rid of sadness because, oh look, bad point, bad point, bad point, good point, bad, 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 good, bad, 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 good. Oh, too many bad, only three, four, good, okay, forget it. <laughs> the more I talk about it, the more bad it becomes. <laughs> now dig out all the bad points, you know. In fact, I read it. I read in one of the woman column long time ago when I was teenage, you know, you read anything like that? How to forget your boyfriend quickly. <laughs> or how you forget your, your you know. List, list are all the bad, bad points that you hate about him. <laughs> okay, okay. And all the good points, yeah, maybe list it was small and <laughs> shorten it. Or, or the best, don't listen at all. <laughs> Just all the bad points, listen out. <laughs> and then you forget him quickly. <laughs> Maybe woman, easy. Yeah? yeah. We're frank, you know, we talk. We, if we want advice, we ask. Yeah, if we don't know, we say we don't know. But men, if they don't know, they also say, oh, yeah, maybe over there. Maybe. <laughs> you know, and I, I drive many times with a man driver, it's different. I say, okay, if, you, if you're lost, if you don't know, please. Stop and ask, oh, mm, and then keep driving. <laughs> I said, can you stop and ask the man over there? Mm, mm, mm. Keep driving in the other direction. I don't understand it. What's the harm just to stop and ask a stranger even? He don't even know where you live. He don't know your phone number. <laughs> he don't know your name. He don't care what you're doing with your life. He doesn't care if you're smart or you're stupid, how many times you get lost in your life. He doesn't even know. He don't even care. But no. Just have to keep driving until you drive me up. I said, if you don't stop and ask right now, I go out. I jump out. <laughs> Maybe you have a lot of time, but I don't. <laughs> oh, some people are just so macho. You know. What's wrong with asking directions? If you ask your wife or your friend, your girlfriend, your mother, maybe you worry about losing faith. You ask all these strangers on the street. They don't even care what you look like. He don't even remember you the next second he turned the corner. No, don't ask. And even, okay, go ask the police. No, just keep going. Maybe I will find it. How, how easy just to ask somebody, right? And sometimes I even say, okay, then let's get a taxi, the local one, and we follow the taxi to the address. It's easier. I still don't feel like doing it. Yeah? Still don't feel like doing it. Men, 
Woman, yes. <laughs> Woman, if we get lost, we go ask right away. Before we even get lost, we ask. <laughs> Make sure we don't get lost. <laughs> Maybe sometimes we all ask. But we get there, you know? One time we drive three men, one woman. The woman slower car, you know, my helper, a smaller car. And we have three big cars with dogs and... You know, birds, we worried the dogs and the birds, you know, uncomfortable, too long on the road. So I said, okay, you have GPS anyway, try to find your way, okay? If not, you just go to next big town there and call us and we go get you. We have to go now, quick. Okay, I thought I go with the three boys quicker. No, the woman got there first <laughs> with a <the> slow car. <laughs> yeah, it's a true story. <laughs> Maybe accident, maybe incident, maybe his man again, I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, it's like that. Hmm? And they believe sometimes more in their own way than the fact. Yeah, like I told you many times, my, one of my drivers, from my house to the airport, he go every many times already, there's no need to GPS, nothing. He already know it, uh, even with the closed eyes can drive there. No, because we have GPS, we have to use it. <laughs> so I fumbled with it all the time, almost hit the road and go down the hill. But there was a mountain road, very dangerous, you know? And it always go like this. Every two, three seconds, zig on one side and zack on the other side because he keep fumbling with the GPS. He keep hitting it because it doesn't work. He keep hitting it with his hand and keep turning it around. I said, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You don't even need it. We go to airport, don't need but still he don't listen. Many times already almost hit the, the road because the road, if you hit it, it go down the hill, that's the problem. Oh. The small road is not just a big road or it's not a flat road even. Oh, was so dangerous, but don't listen, still fumbling. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> it's truly like that. I don't know why some very common sense things, but men difficult to grasp it. Nah? So in case any of you have heartbreak or any problem, just go out gossip with your old boyfriend. Uh, tell all the bad things about your wife and bury it in right there. Hmm? Or write it all down and burn it, yeah? And get over quick, okay? There's nothing macho about keeping suffering in your heart, huh? Okay? But anyway, that's your business. If you want to suffer, be welcome. It's your life. <laughs> Ciao, huh? Thank you. Ciao. Ciao.